You're listening to Consider This, episode 265, for September 9, 2019. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever, wherever, and whoever you are. I know it may be hard to believe, but you are about to hear my conservative commentary in 10 minutes or less. This is Consider This, and I'm the unbelievable Doug Payton, here to let you know my beliefs and highlight yours as well. Stop by the website considerthis.ctpodcasting.com for an unbelievable amount of information, including a transcript, links to everything I referred to for this episode, and the unbelievably large number of ways to get in touch with me. That's CT as in carpal tunnel. A very large study looks for genetic reasons for homosexuality and comes up empty-handed. That's coming up. If you find a particular topic that I talk about interesting, or if you're wondering what I was covering sometime in the past, just look at the bottom of the sidebar at the website. You can choose a topic you're interested in, or a particular month going all the way back to June of 2012, and find those episodes. There is no gay gene. I repeat, there is no gay gene. There are not even gay genes, plural. But does that revelation even matter anymore? I'll get back to that question. First, let's talk about the science. The largest study of its kind was reported in the journal Science on August 29th, which included more than 470,000 participants. For a good summary of the study, I'm just going to read some paragraphs from the Reuters article on this. It distills the study quite well. A link to the full article is in the show notes. The research, which analyzed data on DNA and sexual experiences from almost half a million people, found there are thousands of genetic variants linked to same-sex sexual behavior, most with very small effects. Five of the genetic markers were, quote-unquote, significantly associated with same-sex behavior, the researchers said, but even these are far from being predictive of a person's sexual preferences. Quote, we scanned the entire human genome and found a handful, five to be precise, of locations that are clearly associated with whether a person reports in engaging in same-sex sexual behavior, close quote, said Andrea Ghana, a biologist at the Institute of Molecular Medicine in Finland, who co-led the research. He said these have, quote, a very small effect, close quote, and combined explain, quote, considerably less than 1% of the variance in the self-reported same-sex sexual behavior, close quote. This means that non-genetic factors, such as environment, upbringing, personality, nurture, are far more significant in influencing a person's choice of sexual partner, just as with most other personality, behavioral, and physical human traits, the researcher said. A very small effect. Considerably less than 1% of the variance. And that describes the markers that were significantly associated with same-sex behavior. And even then, correlation does not equal causation. Those genes don't make someone gay. The LGBTQ crew has been trying to convince us for decades 
that people were simply born this way. And they've been quite successful. Most Americans believe that now. This bleeds into the political because of those who think that homosexuality is mostly nature over nurture, 88% of them support same-sex marriage. Of course they do. Why wouldn't they if the person has no control whatsoever over their desires? But if this study had come out before the 2015 Obergefell Supreme Court decision, making same-sex marriage legal, you have to wonder whether things would have been different. There is no doubt in my mind that the cultural pressures, pushed and shoved by what we now know to be false, were a big contributor to many states and the Supreme Court making same-sex marriage legal. Chants and catchphrases should not be used to influence policy, especially when those chants have no bias at all in science and facts. And just as they chanted something as fact, when they had no idea whether it was true or not, the LGBTQ crew is now trying to make it sound like they knew this all along. Here's another paragraph from that Reuters article. Quote, This new research also reconfirms the long-established understanding that there is no conclusive degree to which nature or nurture influence how a gay or lesbian person behaves. Close quote. Said, Zeke Stokes of the U.S.-based LGBTQ rights group GLAD. Right. Born this way is just another way of saying that there is no conclusive degree to which your genes affect your behavior. <laughs> How did we miss that nuance? The science was settled, even though that science consisted of marches in the streets and getting politicians to vote your way. But here's the thing. None of this matters now. It's a moot point and the LGBTQ crew knows it. They can do a 180 and agree with the results of the study all they want, because they already got what they were after. They got their way by any means necessary, and it worked. So, now my thought is, we need to be seriously taking a look at how they are working regarding transgenders. I think we're being chanted at again this time regarding some supposed disconnect between sex and gender. We have people who need help with gender dysphoria, and instead we're treating them with catchphrases like gender is fluid. Pressure is being placed on schools, stores, and states to make everything allegedly inclusive based on little more than unsupported claims about what is essentially a mental disorder. Public policy is being made not based on science, but on emotion. And you can't say that the LGBTQ crew is ignorant of the fact that there is no science to back them up. They just said as much about homosexuality. They were lying before about that, so the question must be taken with the utmost seriousness. Are they lying now? Or, if not lying, then at least willfully obscuring inconvenient truths to push a political agenda. Again. I think if you look at their history and their current actions, the only answer I can come up with is, oh yeah, they are. Meanwhile, the San Francisco Board of Supervisors unanimously passed a resolution declaring the National Rifle Association a domestic terrorist organization. 
<laughs> I wonder if they've done that for Antifa. Hmm. Well, so what do you think? Is this unbelievable? How do you see this new study? Do you have a different read on it than I do? Let me know by writing to consider this at ctpodcasting.com or calling 267-CALL-CT0, 267-225-5280. I want to highlight what you think right here. This study ought to be big news, but it only lasted a few news cycles. They're trying to dump it down the memory hole. In the meantime, over here, regardless of whether you agree with me or not, there is one thing we should all do, including me. We should consider this.